Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride Pride the the Podcast. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. gentlemen this is adam andrew rios reporting live from tech whiteface texas i am on the ground in texas right now bringing you all the hot topics that we are prepared for adam <laughs> Adam, welcome uh, back adam. adam we have missed you hey. so much i heard it was a bum bitch's birthday and you back how you doing? Yes, it was. Uh, it was, yeah, I'm good. You know, just in Texas. Mm-hmm. Spending time with the fam bam. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. How old just are you? Just here chilling. How what? old are you? Oh, uh, 33. I'm in my Jesus year now. Oh, we love oh, that. Okay. Welcome, oh, welcome, Jesus welcome. But anyway, guys, thank you for joining us for another episode of Pride the Podcast. I'm so excited to be back joining y'all. I am Adam Andrew Rios. I'm Ashley Mitchell. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. And I'm Darrell Anthony. And we're so thankful, Adam, that you are on the ground in Texas. Yas, queen. Uh, Yeah, it's been an experience these last two weeks. But, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) We can't wait wait till you get back here in person. I mean, we did see you. Ashley and I saw you like a week ago. But even then, I was just like, I ain't seen you in ages. yeah, I feel like I don't even know what you look like, but it's great to virtually see you. You look out. Yes, you look yes. Different. I bought a new beard trimmer, so <laughs> I've been trying it? to keep up. Oh, I was going to ask, have you used it? <sighs> but yeah, so I will be back on Saturday. Cannot wait. And yeah, I'll be back Saturday night. And then I got I guess I'm leaving for L.A. in like another week, so... <laughs> Wow, you're just yeah, the ultimate you know. traveler. And you'll get to hopefully see Teresita um, and Whitney. What are you doing in L.A.? I don't even know. Shooting. What are you shooting? Uh, the Rosa Parks doc that oh, I'm right. working on. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Adam, um, for everyone out there, how does it feel being in Texas right now where COVID and white men have more rights than women? Um, honestly, I haven't really left the house, so I haven't really had to engage. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, because partially I'm just like, I don't want to go anywhere and then catch something before I leave and bring it home. Yeah. Um, like and also pregnancy? just because it's like, pregnancy or I ain't got no money, so I don't need to be doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I was just making the point about um, women in Texas and, and what's going on about them infringing on the abortion rights um it's kind of crazy it's really weird this whole my body my choice thing um seems like for the republican party um only applies to covid but like not (laughs) telling women what to do with their bodies i'm very very confused 
Um, what are y'all's thoughts about this? Well, haven't you always been confused? Because <laughs> they say that they're pro-life, but then they right. they think that the death penalty is still like effective. Everything is to their advantage, you know? It's just it caters to them. A ton of hypocrisy. Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. And it just makes them look like idiots. I yeah. don't get it. I, I don't yeah, get it's, it either. And it's it's just... like the meme I saw. It was like, my body, my choice, and it had a mask. And then it was, the next to it was a uterus, and it said, your body, my choice. And it's like, oh my God. That, I mean, it's like, true. Everybody true. who is upset about the mask mandate is the first ones to uh, support this abortion law. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. And it's just like, I guess we're going back to the 1800s and women are going to be getting abortions in alleyways and hurting themselves. Yeah, that's and... the thing. Like, <laughs> they think that they're like getting rid of abortions, but they're not. They're, they're not. not. Like, women are going to have abortions. It's, it's statistically proven. They're going to have abortions because that's the right choice for them for whatever reason. But they have to go at it at the unhealthy and the unsafe way. So... It's I, I don't I don't understand. Like do do Republicans want people to be unsafe? I, yes. Yes. The answer is yeah. yes. I mean, want, I mean Yeah. They, this is their way of like and, and please believe that like politicians and people that get their mistresses pregnant, they will still be getting abortions in a hospital by a doctor. The well, politicians' wives, daughters, mm-hmm. and mistresses uh-huh. will still have access mm-hmm. to abortions so they can Absolutely. cover up their scandals well, we know exactly. in order to Absolutely. win for the next term. Well, you know how many uh, alleged um, um, abortions that rump pay, um, since we're doing Pig Latin from last week's episode, um, <laughs> <laughs> that rump pay actually paid for and had due. So for me, it's just like, it's just really crazy. And like even being there in Texas when we were there uh, seeing Adam um, it's, it's interesting. It just has a different air about it. Um, and I wish that I could take the people I love out of Texas and move them elsewhere. And it's so sad I feel that way because I think that there are wonderful things about Texas. I think hospitality is great. But it's shrouded. For Now I'm starting to realize that is some of the hospitality in Texas shrouded in bullshit because it's like, oh, we're doing this because we feel like we have to. Like it's, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to like get behind it and believe it anymore. So I hate all of Texas. <laughs> I don't hate all of it. I, I, because I love my family. I love my friends there. It's just really, um, and they're very few in both actually. Um, but it's just very difficult, and I feel really bad for the young teenage mothers and the people who don't have access to health care who are, like Ray said, they're going to be in back alleys. They're gonna, like this abortions will continue. Like, so how do you deal with the issue of loving your family, even though they? support conservatism or are Republican or because that's my family and I, I mean, don't know how to answer the question. My I have people in my family as well. It's like which is even crazier because we're black. Right. <laughs> and it's just like it's really difficult. It's like am I going to not talk to my family because of their skewed views? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean if it disrespects you directly a hundred percent. Well, it comes down to, yes, the disrespect, but, you know, Ashley and I have been having this discussion about COVID um, and people not getting the vaccine and what you're willing to stand for. And if you have people who are making it their life mission, they're posting and they're saying things and they're saying things that are misinformation, honestly, and they're spreading lies and propaganda. It's just like, I can't get behind that. Now, listen, I do understand that there are some people who Physically, they can't get the shot because of their blood. They're, they're X, Y, Z. I understand people who might need 
a little bit more education on it. But for people who are making it their life's mission to spread lies and get on social media and say, like, if, if putting out there is going to kill all the black people, then they're like, oh, no, it's going to make you an alien. You're going to grow a horn. And then just the most outlandish, just like, oh, it's going to kill you by the end of the year. Like, just random things. I can't get behind that. And I do have to, like, honestly follow the Jennifer Aniston approach, I feel like, in my, mm-hmm. in my thoughts. And, like, I have to decide who I'm going to want to be around and how I'm going to want to interact with people moving forward. Yeah. So I'm going home to Texas this weekend for my grandma's 70th birthday, and I'm surprising her. And there's going to be, like, all of, like, of course, my, like, immediate family, but then extended family of just all of the Christian religions, um, Presbyterian, Baptist, Methodist, um, what was the one, Episcopalian, and then Mm -hmm. what was the other one that I said earlier, Corey? I said it, but the ones that just wear the denim skirts and mm. oh, anyway. Um, anyway, so Pentecostal, gonna, Pentecostal, that's the one, Pentecostal. The, they are they're also different, but they're the same. They're still different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's going to be like a lot of different views, especially when it comes to the vaccine and COVID. And I'm extremely nervous because uh, there's going to be like 30 of us, and I'm going to assume that maybe a third of us are vaccinated, and the rest are idiots and whatever so this would be this will be interesting the party's technically going to be outside but i'm kind of nervous because i'm like literally i'm more nervous going to this than if i was going into like a gay rave in new york city knowing that they were all vaccinated well yeah i mean like um ashley and i when we went to broadway plus i was happy to be there because every person in there was vaccinated Mm -hmm. um i know that you know a lot of people like well you know, that doesn't stop you from Delta. And I'm just like, okay, look, I get all of that, but, like, you won't be in the hospital. Like, there are medical things about not dying or you don't get as sick. So I think that people really need to ease up. And the biggest thing about it is you're already vaccinated. Like, to go to public school, there are certain vaccinations you have to take. That's like, my biggest thing. That's me, like, too. It's like you're you already to vaccinated, baby. Vaccinated like, for the measles, for the mumps, for malaria, and malaria, any of the other organ trail like, diseases. Not organ trail. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> organ trail diseases. Like, what the fuck is, what's stopping you from this vaccine? It's it was politicized. Yeah. All back yeah. to rump, rump tay. Rump tay. And I fucking <laughs> can't stand it. You know what else I can't stand? That rump tay has started since he brought in fucking what's his name, the new Supreme Court justice that's made it more Republican now, and that's given Texas the right to think that they can overturn Roy, Roy, Roe versus Wade. Roe v. Yeah. 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 But, it's. It's like, it's, it's very disgusting, and I have to say this. Um, it's interesting how a lot of people, and I think Ashley said it earlier, like a lot of people, uh, like the politicians and stuff, they're all vaccinated. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're all yeah. Like, like Fox News gets on every day and talk about don't trust the vaccines, but yet they're all vaccinated. How do we know this? Fox News literally put out a thing that says all employees and XYZ have to be vaccinated. So the people I'm seeing on the screen either they were lying, which is possible because it's Fox News, then they would have to be vaccinated. So I'm just like, so y'all are putting out misinformation and these people are believing it and dr- and drinking the Kool-Aid. And I, I don't know if you guys heard what happened to Candace Owens, um, ah. which I love. Um, <laughs> but but uh, Miss Owens, uh, that's the first time I've ever said Miss because I wanted to say something else. She um, 
first of all, she was supposed to be having a um, convention uh, like a few weeks ago, and then she uh, got sick and canceled the convention, but she didn't say she had COVID. People started suspecting she had COVID. She went to the top of a mountain, found service, tweeted out, like, I ain't got COVID. This is a conspiracy theorist. I'm with my family. Still unmasked, still unvaccinated. You sheep, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, bitch, you sick. So she snuck into a place uh, to get uh, a you know, to get the uh, COVID test. And they actually wrote a letter and said, listen, we are going to deny you because the fact of the matter is you are sitting here and you are disrespecting people who have gotten little to no pay. Mm-hmm. We've done all of this and you are putting out misinformation about the virus. And Candace Owens is like, they are going against me because of my politics. And I'm like, and then some people on Twitter was like, well, Candace is being judged, you know, by her color and of her skin. And I'm like, Candace Owens is not judged by the color of her skin, but yet the content of her character. Mm-hmm. So I think that we need to be very clear to not twist something and say that it's because she's Republican or because it's because she put that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's like now that you know the cat that ate the canary. So what you gonna do, sis? You can't Bye, get that Ashy. Bye, Ashy. Bye, Ashy. Like I can't. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I I think the the whole situation that's going on is pretty bad. Well, I read something today that was like all of these Republicans that are pulling all of these stunts, even though they are doing things that they believe in vaccination, the whole Candace Owens example, Mm -hmm. they're all doing it to keep people that are oppressed in poverty, which all results into voter suppression Mm -hmm. because they want to, the Republicans want to stay in power, which is just disgusting. They want, I mean, that ties back into the abortion laws. They want these people to have like uh, their babies, they want their worker bees, mm-hmm, yeah. you know? If people had the choice to have abortions and like, you know, make the choice for their body, then maybe they wouldn't have, you know. Yeah, they're scared of what would happen if people, the majority of people actually became successful. Mm-hmm. Because then they would be put out of place. I mean, we leave them in the dust, honestly. I know, and what's wrong with that? Isn't that why our country was founded? Isn't that why that we... <laughs> Quote, unquote. Right. Like, isn't that what was supposed to happen is for everyone to have equal opportunity to success? You know, one would think, Brayden. One would think. I don't understand <laughs> it. Why do people hate people being successful? But I don't you, get it. But when you break it down, the bigger question is, why do people hate people who are marginalized being successful? Why do people hate when gay people are successful? Why do people hate... Like, Lil Nas comes to mind. Why do people hate when black people are successful? Why do people hate when Spanish people are successful? Hispanic, like, like, it, and when women are successful, the list goes on and white on. White I mean, men are scared. They're, they're scared, and it's particularly straight straight white men. men. Sorry, straight I white men. Cisgender, cisgender, yes. straight white men. And I mean, that's what's so special about our podcast. I mean, we have someone from every different walk of life, mm-hmm. um, and it's just very odd that. People don't want that to be successful. I mean, I think about how many LGBTQ content and creators we struggle to get our, you know, voices out there and to be heard and to put all that out there because people are like, oh, we don't want to upset people. I mean, there's this thing going on in the soap world where they're like, we don't want to upset the grannies in the Midwest because they have LGBTQ characters on Young and the Restless, um, Days of Our Lives, and General Hospital. Um, not Bold and the Beautiful, even though they have a fashion house and no gays, but they don't showcase those mm-hmm. characters. They're like, we don't want to upset people. Well, they need to stop worrying about the consumer audience and start worrying about the advertisers. That's what because, they're saying, yeah. because the brands that are happening, at least the big brands these days, are 
because they have social responsibility are moving in the right direction of supporting inclusivity and equal rights and women and mm-hmm. people of color. And so that's what they need to be focusing on is how they're going to keep them advertising dollars. Well, I hope so, because, I mean, if not, then entertainment's going to completely go down. Speaking of women and entertainment, um, Nia DaCosta is the first black woman director to ever be number one in the box office. Yeah, for Candyman. For Candyman. Yeah, for Candyman. We went and saw it. We did. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I thought it was Like, great. Jordan Peele really did a really great job with the movie, and I feel like he fine-tuned the... Mm, holes in the f- the first Candyman and like really modernized it and like it was it was it was visually beautiful. I mean, a little gross too, but well, uh, well wasn't this like technically like a sequel? It was. It was. Even though there's okay. been several uh, sequels of Candyman, just not to confuse the audience. So basically, right. just like Scream, just like Halloween, um, this is now a direct sequel. So it kind of cuts out everything that we've seen after the first Candyman. So mm-hmm. two, three, four, what all those? It kind of cuts those out. Right. Um, I thought it was well done. Um, Vanessa uh, Estelle Williams has not aged one day. Yeah. Um, for those yeah. Familiar, uh, Vanessa. So there are two Vanessa Williams. Everyone knows there's. Uh, Miss America and Vanessa Williams, and then there's um, well, well, <laughs> redacted. Um, and then there's is she also- Miss America or Miss USA? She's neither because she's <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, honestly, unfortunately. Um, but you know, I want to give her her flowers while she can. I do love Vanessa. Williams. You better put some respect no, on Vanessa how Williams. How do you not I respect? Do. No, I respect Vanessa her. Williams is one of the best legends, okay. icon. She literally is my. I love her Ebony Scrooge that she does every year for Christmas. It's great. Yeah, um, I don't know about her Desperate Housewives, but no, I loved it. No, I don't. We won't even Adam discuss that. It. So well, anyway, that's I want to go back to about... Candyman. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Right, okay. but we're talking about the other Vanessa Williams that was in Soul right. Food mm-hmm. and um, the series and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my lives and she is working baby and I love her she looks great yeah so I had posted or like a friend of mine posted on Instagram like oh going to see Candyman yada 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 and I asked we've already said it like over four times yeah we we have one more time to say his name (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so can we say something can we like right have like he who shall not be named yeah or like (laughs) C man or something like we ain't I don't need any of this shit showing up we're not in a mirror, so... Right, Shit, true. I'm looking at myself and my phone camera right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to all start disappearing but, one at a time. Anyways, Adam, what were you talking anyway, about? He who so, must not but, be named? So, so, yeah, so I uh, was like, oh, how did you like it? Like, did you enjoy it? And he's like, yeah, I liked it. You know, it was fun or whatever. But he's like, why did it have to have, like... Um, oh, shit, what did he say? Like, it had to, ha- it had to be, like, political. Or it had to be, like... Um, was your friend um, white? White? No, no, he wasn't. He was mm. he was a Dominican. Well, but he was like, was. why couldn't it just be a slasher movie? Like, why did it have it to be? It is a like... slasher movie. It is so right. But he was like, I just I don't want I don't know. He, basically, he was like, I didn't need that like push. Well, okay, well, has he seen the first but one? Like... Because the first one incorporates issues between black and white people. Absolutely. But, That's why know? I didn't reply because well, I was like, I don't know, whatever. Well, there's also, I mean, here's the thing. 
in horror movies, black people experience a different type of horror than anybody because we live through a lot of different horror. Okay, so when we have to incorporate that into movies, into films, Ashley and I are currently watching Batwoman, and mm-hmm. they're doing a controversial storyline, and you have to be concerned when white people or whoever say that they don't like something because why did it have to get political, even if it's just teaching a lesson or educating in that matter? You have to like look at the per- like the character of that person. It's like. Or just showing a different side. Right. It's just like, why can't you incorporate some sophistication into a horror movie? Take a moment to think about another view. Yeah. I mean, listen, Absolutely. I, I would just rather people say they don't like things when people say, well, why Ariel got to be black and why X, Y, Z? Now, listen, in the same respect, do I think that Hollywood is now trying to capitalize off of black pain, women pain, gay pain, and just saying, you know what, let's just make something that only makes sense and put this in here and, and, and do this just to keep them quiet. There is a faction of Hollywood that's doing that. However, I do think we still have to support because, like uh, like I was saying again about Batwoman, Javicia Leslie, who's playing the new black, uh, the new black Batwoman, actually, mm-hmm. uh, for the first time, she had came under a lot of flack. They were like, we don't want to watch this. I was just talking to someone prior to the show, and they were like, yeah, it's like different and it feels like different. It's like, why does it feel different? Go ahead and tell me why it feels different. I know why you think it feels different, but let's talk about, I can tell you from an acting standpoint, sorry, Ruby Rose, Javicia Leslie is a better actress than you are. Now, is the content change? Are we now talking about, you know, the fact that black woman, uh, black woman, I might just call her black woman, uh, that <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is black and that there's police brutality and all of that going on? Absolutely, but I don't understand why people have a hard time seeing something that black people live through every day. And and here's the thing. It's like if you incorporate a black character into anything, whatever it may be, it's just like these are our experiences and we shouldn't have to mute them or diminish them to make people feel comfortable. Like if you are having a black woman play a superhero Batwoman, of course she's going to experience racial discrimination. Like, hello, she's black. So it's just like, why would, why would, why do we have to ignore that? No, I do like sometimes when they incorporate um, people that are POC or LGBT into things and it's not a thing. It's just like, Oh, I'll just say it in passing. For example, the, the Pixar movie onward where that was like, Oh, this is the first lesbian like character, but really she's just said something, the misses at home and it was just normalized. I think you have to do both. You have to just throw stuff in there and just make it normal. And then sometimes you have to address it and be like, yeah, it's not seen as normal. So we're going to talk about it. I wonder what's right. going to happen mm-hmm. in the response to the wonder years, the new wonder mm-hmm. years. That's all black well, cats. Oh yeah. It's already having issues. I mean, it's the same thing. It's just like, yeah. why can't people exist who look different? Why can't we create different iterations of things? You know, people gave the Cosby show, you know, a huge <laughs> like shit, you know, back in the day. Cause they were just, it's like, you had well-educated people playing these characters, and pe- people tend to have a problem with that. Uh, but before we go to break, I do want to give a quick shout-out uh, to Corey Gagol-Yunrin, uh, who was a three-time Olympian, um, and she was completely disrespected uh, by the Chicago Tribune, who literally referred to her as the wife of a Bears lineman. Uh, so really want to give a shout out to her and we want to continue to oh, recognize yes. we want to continue to recognize women we want to continue to recognize people of color people that are LGBTQ and completely give them support when other no one else will so we'll be right back after this to discuss more juicy hot topics you're more than just anybody. 
Hi, everyone. We are so excited to let you know that Pride the Podcast now has merch. Showcase your pride 365 days a year with pride shirts, pride totes, pride stickers, and so much more that's coming to dnrstudios.com. So show your pride 365. Charlie's XCX. Mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't have said Charlie's XCX. Charlie XCX. Charlie XCX. Charlie XCX. Her new song, Good Ones, that just came out like a second ago, and we were the first to get the exclusive here on Pride the Podcast. <laughs> oh, I love what we get for this exclusive. Um, no, I love that. And, you know, speaking of good women, you know, we just left off talking about that. Olivia Rodrigo uh, paid Taylor Swift and Paramore uh, and gave writing credits for their songs being interpolations of hers. Good. Um, so, and, you know, this was previously done by Ed Sheeran with TLC. Um, with Shape of You and um, Scrubs. And so I, I just wish more people would do this. And coming from, you know, uh, Adam and I, uh, not Adam, Ashley and Brayden being from musical backgrounds, what do you guys think about, like, do you think more musicians should do that and give respect to that? Absolutely. I, I guess fuck my drag, then. <laughs> what? You said no? Adam. No, because he was like, oh, yeah, Ashley and Brayden have a musical background, yada, yada, yada. Adam, but, you yeah, have learned to sing. Why don't you try to give us a little duty? <laughs> Yeah, give us a, a little... Me, 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 me. Well, I was going to say, yeah, like, you know, it's great that she paid them and all that. Um, I just wish more people would do that or even just give them a shout out or like, hey, I was inspired by this or, hey, I'm going to, you know, rip this off X, Y, Z. Because some people do that shit and then are like, they like to play dumb. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, I didn't know that there was something out there that sounded like that. And it's like, Come on, sis. Yeah, it's it's a little bit ridiculous. But listen, I think that people are starting to get more into it. And I think with her being young, young, she really wanted to like reach out and like do that. Like she was like, This is important for me and you know, I'm coming up in the industry. I don't want she basically says she don't want no smoke. Right. <laughs> you bury bury well, that and was like, Here's some money. <laughs> it's also like how many notes can you come up with? Like music mm-hmm. theory is based on math and there's only so many numbers in the world. So how various can you get with a song okay like it's just it's just like comedians yeah, stealing like, other people jokes that song was like very like that was pointed. paramore i was just like oh, <laughs> oh it's, yeah it's, that... it's the same it's like part two almost like it's, it's really felt the same um speaking of people who need to come up with some numbers apparently um lady gaga um i know that we all love her here on pride the podcast but just a little note as you guys know did you hear about her dog walker um who was i guess attacked or something like that a long time ago yeah so yeah, he was walking was her dogs mm-hmm. and then was held at gunpoint and robbed the dogs 
and then was shot. Yeah. And was in the hospital, suffered severe like trauma. And yeah, now, you know, he's ready to speak out because apparently she wouldn't offer him six months severance for, you know, everything that he had to endure. She said, nah, sorry about that. Something tells me there's something fishy. I don't, I'm, I am a fan of Gaga and she supports so many charities and she has a good heart i know her personally we're actually related does she have all that or does her team do all that right Mm -hmm. and her brand and you felt the same way about lisa vanderpump until she cussed you out on the car and erica jane and i and i'm i'm still a fan of erica jane i will go hard for erica jane until she cusses me out on the red carpet right well lady gaga hasn't cussed me out on the red carpet yet she she hasn't we're actually get along fine on the red carpet the time is coming um i think that it's you know we I think the time is coming that people like Gaga, like she should say something and speak out. And like Brain said, if she's a person who is not doing everything that she says that she does and she gives a charity and she cares about people and she cares about her team, I feel like this will be taken care of. I feel like something will happen and it's sad that it had to take this guy speaking out. But what's unfortunate is all of Gaga's fans, her monsters as they call themselves, are on Twitter telling him he should kill himself. Leave That's... Mother Monster alone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just ridiculous. And Like, uh, like Garcelle People's stands are the worst. Especially uh, Nicki Minaj's Nicki stands. Minaj's fans will beat you up, but Beyonce fans will they're beat you up. The, yeah. They're the worst. So, um, but speaking of, like, you know, celebrity drama or tea, did you just see about that dude that quit his $100,000 job to go try and work for Logan Paul? No. Oh, my God, tell no. me about it. Okay, so I saw this on Twitter, and it was, like, this 22-year-old kid from Ohio who had a $100,000 yearly job um, up and quit and r- drove all the way to L.A., got went, or I guess to Vegas, wherever the hell Logan Paul's latest boxing match was, and, like, snuck backstage, no ticket. Damn. That's the first problem, because... Hmm. Then second, and then walked up to him and was like, hey, you know, I really, I, you know, here's my story. I quit my job. I really want to work, uh, you know, with you, uh, have you mentor me. And Logan Paul's like, well, what do you do? And he's like, well, I want to be an actor and I want to be in media. And he's like, I can do a TikTok dance. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I perfected one of the dances. Um, and he was like, okay, cool. But I am in no place to mentor anyone. I need a mentor. And he's like, no, no, man, like you can, you know, you can help me. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to have to, he was like, I'm a pass. you, you and your, he was like, you and your friends should do something like, you know, and he's like, no, man, I don't have any friends. I don't really have any family out here either. Like, I don't, I, I don't have a lot of friends. And he's like, no, nah, I don't believe you. That's bullshit. So you and your friends do something and, you know, maybe we can link up in the future or whatever, but it's a no for Eminem, me, dog. Um, like- and so then he takes to TikTok where he's just blubbering just sobbing like so upset like oh logan paul didn't want to work with me <laughs> while he's sitting in his fucking g-wagon with his hundred thousand dollars like a year like no one feels sorry for you sis like save your little white tears for somebody who cares save your tears for someone who cares yeah no but um, listen people are often let down by their celebrities and and people that they they say never meet your celebrity and never meet who you look up to because it doesn't always work out. Yeah. So sorry for him. No. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, to, sorry to that man. Sorry also, to... Logan Paul's a douchebag. He's an so. asshole. I was yeah. about a to... whole douchebag. I was literally about to be like, but why are you going to Logan? I'm surprised, honestly, that Logan Paul wasn't ruder 
I didn't even know who I, he was until Adam brought him up 20 seconds ago, and I had to do a quick gur- gur- gurgle. <laughs> and, a gurgle search. And I just came to the conclusion that he, he and his 21 million followers on Instagram are trash. And his so. brother. Yeah, and no. Brother and see, and that's what Twitter was upset about, too, because they were like, ew, now I'm having to side with Logan Paul. Right. Who was like, you know hey, man, like, no, nah, I, I can't help you out. Like, I'm in no position to do that. But what, yeah, you and your friends, like, like you started up. Like, that's how me and my brother got started. We just started doing dumb shit. La, 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 la. Are there any, and he's, is yeah. there even 21 million people on the planet? Anymore? There's 21 million people in New York. <laughs> which, <laughs> that's not which true. by the way, that I'm super glad true. to see that none of y'all floated away. Oh my God. I called Brady last night to check on him and he told me, he said, I know I swim. I said, what about your cats? He said, they better get into it. No, I don't get into it. <laughs> I was like, the cats. And I could just see Max, oh, fuck you. I metaphysically <laughs> floated away, but like not physically. Mm, he was lit. Yeah, yeah, you were lit. <laughs> but you didn't have any issues with uh, flooding in your bathroom or anything? My elevator was out of service for four hours. Hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, guess, I guess. Sorry, me and Logan know. Paul are roommates. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, saw that one video, that guy on a floaty. In what the alleyway bomb. with, uh, yeah, smoking hookah. The hookah. I mean, hookah, yeah. Yeah, in, like, his, yo, in his swim shoot. It was did crazy. You see, did you see that rat going, <laughs> jumping up and down? Just that, doing swimming? Yeah, <laughs> doing somersaults in the water. Yeah. Do you see the video of 28th Street, which is like five blocks away from me, that like gushing, yeah. titanic... Like, See, if I would have, we would have been at your house. You yeah, you would have probably said, Let, let's, "Let's go." go. Yeah, you would have definitely. hundred percent, hundred percent. I'd get my snorkel gear and I'd go uh. on out there. But I'm telling you, the day after, the day after tomorrow a, is exactly what New York almost beautiful. was because it was we so almost great. was gone. Yeah. No, remember when Hurricane Sandy or another hurricane before that? Mm. Our parents were like, "Come back to Texas now," and we were like looking at YouTube videos of like the storm coming and like the Hudson River overflowing and then the tsunami mm-hmm. landing over New York City mm-hmm. and the Empire State mm-hmm. Building going down. Like shit gets scary around here. Well, my granny currently ain't even talking to me because she called me at the subway. She said, hey, I'm seeing all this news. You all right? And I was at the subway and I said, I'm underground now. I'm about to get on the train. She said, Dorel, you need to be at the house. She said, what is Queens at? I said, not near me. <laughs> I said, so she said, nah, I believe it. Like, so in Texas right now, they're seeing the news as it was last night. That's so nice so that not... your family checked on me because I hidden I didn't hear hide no hair from my family. They saying, said good luck. They didn't say anything, Darrell. Mm. I could be dead right now and they wouldn't even know. They my know sister it. asked this morning. She DM'd uh, she uh, DM'd the family group and was like, "Oh my god, how are your friends doing? Because the weather's like really bad." I was like, "No, I think they're all fine. They all work from home, so they didn't have to go anywhere." And I was like, in our apartment, so far up and on the fourth floor that we ain't gonna get nothing. You just got to worry about a fire when it comes to our bitch asses, because we might go down in flames at some point. <laughs> our buildings stay on fire. Like I feel well, like so it, does this whole world. Yeah, yeah. We've does. either flooded or we're on on flames. Our building yeah, has caught like, fire twice. In yeah, the past ten years. Like California, or is it California, or is it in Colorado where the the fires are rampant there? This way, and then. Yeah. tornadoes in, in Jersey and in D.C. and then flooding in New York and but it's just no oh my god issue, says the GOP so I'm just like are y'all looking outside like if things are like about to float the fuck away like uh, it, it's really bad it's really bad well that's what makes me nervous because about having kids because I want kids I would I just now 
With all this shit going on, I would feel sort of irresponsible for bringing in a child and all of this. There's always going to be shit going on. This is some bad shit. True. That's true. Are you trying to have a kid soon? Honey, child, I can't even pay my next bill. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, we, we can get other stuff, but we can't. <laughs> Priorities. Priorities, yeah. I mean, listen, I love kids. I love being around them. Um, I famously met Adam's great nephew. Yes, Adam is a great uncle, for all of you wondering. Um, he has the grade to prove it. And I met him, and he fell in love with me. Didn't like Ashley so much. <gasps> Adam fell in love how with you? How dare you? No, Adam's great nephew, literally, he was in my lap, bouncing around. We was having a great time. Ashley was like, all right, baby time. So she took the baby, and he immediately went into an ugly cry. Like, he act like he had literally met <laughs> Freddy Krueger. All right, you exaggerating. Uh, no. I'm taking over the story. No, no. Listen, <laughs> he was just a little hungry. And so by the time, I'm pretty Darrell. sure he was just tired of being passed around. <laughs> yes. Darrell. So. Passed around, hungry. Hungry, tired, passed around. Right. So by the time wow. I got him, he was over it. Once he got his little snack or whatever, the next time, we were fine. We I'd were like good. I'd like to interject in this story and say that he was in my lap and he was just fine. And then when he got to Ashley, he started crying. So my eyes are rolled all the way in the back of my head right now. You can now. do whatever you want to, Storm. But at the end of the day, <laughs> the baby did not have an issue until you put him into your hands. Now, I will give you this. Later on, when you came back to, you know, make your return, he did not cry at that point. But that was a whole 24 hours. So, uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, you, where's that sound? <laughs> you find it? Oh, wait. This bitch. I'll just let Adam get back. <laughs> get back to the board. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> ah, ah, I got it, I got it. She, she, she got it. So excited now that it's September that the view is coming back. I'm obsessed, and I'm not sure out of the candidates. Who is going to land the job to replace Meghan McCain? Do we know who the candidates are? No, please no. give them to us. Okay. Here we go. Darrell, over to you. This is Darrell Anthony with a live update from The View. I have been in contact with the one and only Brian Teta, who is the executive producer of The View, and he has given me the following names. Condoleezza Rice, oh. S.E. Cuff. Ebony K. Williams, and more. They will all be, and Cindy McCain is actually going to be as one of them as well. Uh, they're all going to be joining The View in this new season. I see it as an audition season. Uh, the women I named are the women of importance and the ones I would like to see take over the title. Um, they are also, this year for The View, uh, doing a View podcast. They got the idea from us. It's great. Brian called me. <laughs> He's so excited. Um, and they're going to have all the View people of the past actually be a part of the podcast. And starting on Fridays, every person who co-hosted The View in the past will be a guest with Miss Star Jones being first up. Okay, so Star Jones. I'm wondering, is Anna wow. no longer on Fridays, or is she on Fridays? So that was my humongous question. Mm-hmm. All of these candidates are great. Love every single one of them. They're all, they lean more conservative. Anna Navarro leans conservative as well. Yeah. She's a normal guest on Fridays. She sits in because Whoopi doesn't do Fridays. Yeah. So. Because she's Whoopi. And she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Right. Why did they not consider Anna Navarro to be a permanent host? Well, I think it's a personal mm. issue because Anna 
um, since they're coming back into the studio, Anna lives in Miami. Her home is Miami. So she has to fly in every Thursday to do that, and I don't think she's willing to relocate to New York City. But she's also a CNN political commentator, and they film in Washington, D.C., so she flies in for that. Well, I don't... Well, yes, they do, but Anna, actually, I was looking into that. She's actually been recording that pretty much at home on her green screen thing. Interesting. The entire time. So That's what I was going to say. It's probably a scheduling issue. Like there, she was like, I literally just can't make that yeah. like every day. And like I, I have other shit to do. Right, and I but think that her she voice. She to New York. <laughs> you want her move. You love Anna. I love Anna. I love Anna too. I think that it'll Meh. be very interesting. Adam does not like Anna. Um, I think it'll be very interesting seeing how this season goes into effect, uh, considering Megan is gone, and we'll see what uh, the political talks are going to be and who's going to argue. I mean, The View has became the number one watch talk show in America. Mm-hmm. Um, People tune in partly because of the information, and the other part, they love to see the women's drama. Um, you know, the talk used to be up against them, but the talk now actually just added an NFL player, um, his name escapes me, to the cast today because Elaine Wetworth, she's out. Um, so they've changed their complete thing because it was supposed to be about women every day and mothers, and they completely changed that. So now it's men and women uh, panel. The real is still going strong. We're Elaine trying. is not a part of it anymore? Elaine just quit this week. Um, so Elaine like quit, uh, Carrie Ann and Abba quit. Um, a lot oh, of them, yeah. they are Sorry. feeling quit based off of what happened with Sharon Osbourne because now other things are starting to come out about that. Not that Sharon wasn't wrong, but now it's starting to look like some women had different conversations and text messages, and it's getting a little messy. So it'll be interesting to see how that season takes off. But the real is going strong um, with Garcelle Bouveau. Um, she's doing great on there, but not doing so great on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, apparently, because Dorit was coming after her. She's doing and great. I think she's doing great, but... Y'all think so? I, I'm not loving Garcelle this season. Why? Why? I think she's being mean. I think she's overstepping. Mm-hmm. I think she's being too nasty. I, I think she doesn't have a heart. I what think do she's, you, What do you see? I think she understands the assignment. I think she understands the assignment. Very that, very that. kind of what oh. you see, because... With me, with Garcelle, here, here's the thing. Let's back it up because I'm assuming it's coming from the Erica, like how you feel like it's not there for Erica. Here's the thing. Erica has literally every season. Let's start with her season where she told Dorit, you say too much stupid shit. You say too much bullshit. Right. Let's talk about when she popped off on Eileen Is that Davidson. wrong for her to say? No, no, no. I'm not saying it's wrong. Oh. I'm just saying that let's talk about Erica when, because Dorit was like, Garcelle, you're a bully, and used that term. And I'm like, well, Erica's been bullying people. The way she made Teddy, I mean, not that she, she told Teddy, you shut the fuck up, you, but she knows who to yeah, try but it with. Yeah, they're not, they haven't been going through what Erica's going through. Erica's literally going through the worst possible thing this that anybody. This was prior to that, because according to Erica, exactly, prior to that, right. her marriage was great. But you think right, that's what I'm saying. Garcelle is being the least supportive? Yeah, well, not maybe the least supportive. I actually think Sutton is the least supportive. I think people and have questions. I think Sutton's being the least supportive because she was like, I I can't be anywhere around this. I, I can't know, be associated so with your mess. That's so tough. You I got mean, dust but, all but over they're, my listen, shit. They're not, but Brady, they're not, this is great. I'm glad we're talking about this. They're not wrong. What Dorit said last night, finally, she fucking opened her mouth, is like, any time an article is written about Erica in this situation, they say Erica Jane of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with castmates. Like, most articles, that's how they're written out. So their names are tied into this, even if they're not anywhere a part of it. 
I completely disagree. Because of I mean, I mean it's it's, it's being discussed on their show. It's, it's being discussed on their show. Why and, wouldn't and it be? People, because it's no, I'm I'm saying of course, but it's like their names are inevitably. Like, in. Like Erica, tied and, in. And listen, I love Erica. So, this is not against Erica, but Erica can't say she cannot see how it doesn't tie to them when in fact, literally every article is real how, I mean, they said but also, all of Erica them. Gets, well, Erica goes shopping, I guess, are those the clerks that check out her clothes or they no mean, that's not even you can't that's, that's, that's not a good comparison, that's not a good comparison. so what do you mean i don't but I totally what, what's don't happening is because it's agree. because you know they discuss it on the show yeah and they're, you know they're they're associated because they could easily get subpoenaed what do you what did you know what's wrong with the subpoena because they don't know if she's first of all erica's starting to leave out things and not be completely honest and if she was going to be completely honest she should have said from the jump Tom was knocked out for 12 hours. She was protecting Tom. Well, that's the problem. Because that's her problem. Because she was in love with him and he was, she was, he was her no, husband. But and she, she wasn't didn't... because she literally said how mean he was and that she wanted to be out of that marriage five years ago. You can't judge someone from what they say while they're in a toxic marriage. She, they're in a toxic the, marriage. Okay. You just were pointing to something that she said years ago. No, she, she was still said in that this marriage. two episodes ago when her and Crystal and them were sitting outside and she said... That he had a head injury. And years ago no, she no, said no, it no. was an ankle injury. She said, correct, but I'm also saying that she sat there and specifically said that I wanted to get out of this marriage five years ago, but I could not because right. I wanted to have money to stand on my own. Right. What's and, wrong with that? And literally the thing is Erica has to understand where everybody else is coming from too. I love Erica. I support Erica, but like Erica, I mean, these articles, I mean, ABC literally wrote an article saying that, well, she's close with the Fox Force because they have this thing called the Fox Force Five with her, Lisa Renna, Kyle, uh, for some reason, Teddy, and Dorit. And they're like, is the Fox Force Five, were they a part of this as well? Because they had XYZ and they got matching, like, and it's media and it's bullshit. I know it's bullshit, but like, that's what they're meaning by, hey, our names are wrapped up in this. And I think that right. what would help is, if they would take a breath and be completely like, Erica, this is what it is, as opposed to all the other shit. Because I understand why she's getting mad, because they're not making sense. And also, they're doing a TV show. They're throwing people, they are th they, they're throwing it on the bus. And Erica's that's like, part of the problem, is of. that like you have to break the fourth wall to be like in reality. It's just like, okay, well, Erica, like the whole Garcelle thing, it's like, Erica, you're saying this on a television show, but you're not okay that Garcelle repeated it. So those the that's when that fourth wall comes in and it's just like Crystal, okay, do we want to pretend like the cameras aren't here and like Garcelle revealed a secret that like nobody knew and really all of America knows. And Crystal <laughs> her and Crystal said Garcelle wasn't there at that point, but like and I really hope Andy or somebody at the reunion be like, Erica, you're you still had your mic on, so we were still gonna get that footage. So either it was going to air and then we do a, like a make you look crazy or it was going to come up. I don't think Garcelle's necessarily being messy. I actually think her and Erica are a lot alike. I agree with her in that aspect. But Erica's I, not mad at Garcelle. She's not anymore. She's like, because she was tweeting, she said she got a problem now. She tweeted her uh, last night that she has something to discuss with Kyle because people are like, if you're going to be mad, also be mad at Kyle because Kyle, D uh, Dorit only asked uh, Boy George and PK advice. Kyle actually went to a lawyer just like, and I love me some Kyle Richards, but she went to a lawyer just like fucking Sutton did. And, she er did. and Erica tweeted, she said, we're going to address that best believe. So like, 
you have to, Erica just needs to make sure she's upset with everybody who's questioned it because everybody showed up to that meeting, including Lisa Renna, as much as I love her. They all showed up <laughs> to that meeting and sat around and discussed how they were uncomfortable. Well, Erica Jane gave $165,000 to Lisa Renna's daughter for her clothing line. Well, Lisa so. Renna just retracted that, so that that just came out. So Lisa Renna just tweeted. I was just, when I was on my little break, I just saw Lisa Renna tweet it, and she said, FYI, this was not the case. This is not what happened. It's like, so... Who is coming up, like, if people keep saying that Erica did X, because she was just sued for $25 million last week. But then she tweeted that Erica Girardi was sued, not Erica Jane. And I'm like, all right, Erica. Like, honestly, in this case, you got to stay off Twitter. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Listen, I love My girl is not going down. I will loan her $25 million. You don't have it. Just to get through it. I can find it. (laughs) You won't? I have all the credit cards in the world. I'm a Delta Sky Miles member. None of that will work. You can ask Ashley, though, because she got it. Baby, she worked it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's um, But you know who just came <laughs> into $100,000? Who? Who? Miss Kylie Sonique Love. Yeah, she did. Oh, wait. We have the actual sound. Hold on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Yes, queen. She just, you know she's the one. winner of All-Star 6. Let's talk about it as soon as we come back from this break. All right. All right. I got lots to say. I probably shouldn't say anything. Hi, everybody. It's Darrell Anthony. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please call us at 844-25-PRIDE and leave us a message. Let us know what you think. And if not, email us at pridetheseries at gmail.com. They don't know I do it for the culture, goddamn. They say I should watch the shit I post, oh, goddamn. Say I'm turning big girls into hoes, oh, goddamn. They say I get groupies at my shows, oh, goddamn. All the rumors are true, yeah. What you heard, that's true, yeah. All right. All right. Welcome back. And that was Rumors by not Lindsay Lohan, but Lizzo <laughs> and Cardi B. And it seems like. I'm sick of being followed. And it seems like the rumors might down. be true about not only Erica Jane, but also Kylie Sonique Love winning RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Season 6. So, how do you feel about it, guys? I will let. I'm excited. I'm excited I think it's too. great. I'm excited. I, I think there's a lot. I think that I think that there's a PR part of it. I also believe that Drag Race has completely changed because, and, and not just completely changed as a whole, but there's something that happened, I feel like, a long time ago. Drag Race has became more about the lip sync because you can be mm-hmm. great in a challenge and you could do great all season long, but it really comes down to the lip sync. Like, who really thought, who really thought, I mean, to correct me if I'm wrong, that Sasha Velour was going to win that whole season? I never thought that. No. And I saw the, because she did kind of okay. She was okay. She wasn't bad, but she wasn't somebody that I thought was a top contender. And I think it has Really? I, I didn't, I mean, she wasn't. I thought she was a okay. top contender, but I thought she would be, like, second. Yeah, I, I mean, I just yeah. don't think about her. But, I mean, a lot of it comes down to the lip sync for Rue and how you can impress her with that. Um, 
you know. You think Kylie did an impressive lip sync? I think for RuPaul in that moment, that save that she did when she rolled over, um, for Ru. When she Ru, made a mistake? No, when she tripped over somebody because they was laying on the floor like they were supposed to be. Because she put her there. I'm surprised to hear you talk this way, Brayden. Usually you're all gung-ho for Miss Kylie because I thought you were her biggest fan. I love Kylie Sonikinikinikinika. I just hate RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I think it is completely overproduced. I think it's completely all about the story and what the good, as Darrell was saying earlier, the PR, like what good PR they're going to get out of it. I do not think Kylie True. was the most talented person in the top four. That's just my opinion, but my opinion doesn't matter because I'm at RuPaul. No, I will agree with you though, in terms of like it is very produced and like it's weird that it wasn't, in my opinion, if we're going off wins, it weird, it's weird it wasn't Raja or Ginger because if we're talking wins of challenges, yeah, like track no, record. I'm not, I mean, I'm I don't really worry about the track red, red like record, I worry about the the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. But I mean, what is well, I feel like that <clears throat> that is encompassed with the track record, like. The more wins you have, the more cunt you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I there are there are like I don't think Kylie should have won that one challenge. I don't think Roger should have won that one challenge. I don't think whatever should have won that whatever challenge. Like it's it's all very in the moment. Whoever Rue thinks should win at that given time in the storyline. I mean, the show is called RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. I mean, Hello. Right. Who, 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 <laughs> sure. who, who, For who sure. do you feel should have won this season? It's not who I feel who should have won. I guess who I think is the most talented. I was thinking Ginger and Eureka were going to be the top two, and mm -hmm. I was honestly rooting more for Eureka, but mm -hmm. would have thought Ginger would have won. I think that they. Yeah. I think that that's good as well. I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of people thought that. I think that this reminds me of the conversation you and I had in um, college about uh, reality shows. And yes. I remember when yeah. I, I remember when I had to break Brayden's heart. <laughs> I was like, that, no. that, that Housewives was produced. Yeah, and yeah. I it's mean, just not reality. Uh, it, it's, it's not. Most of I, it is not. Most of it. And, and <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, that's what we are, and that's what kind of shows. And they're only going to continue to produce. Uh, yeah, it's only going to get more produced. So a little behind the scenes. So I was talking to a very reputable source over at Days of Our Lives, and Lisa Renna spoke about how they told her to do the glass breaking, the infamous glass break in Amsterdam, mm -hmm. and they actually did it twice because it was a whole thing. So it, so that's when we talk about- I hate this shit. When, when, oh no, Brayden's a little, so, you just blew his birthday so, cake out. So yeah. it, it, was, it was very much like a, oh, let's do this. But how do you get Kim Richards to react that way Twice. No, so the the issue was Kim and Lisa were really mad at each other, but the first time Lisa did it, they didn't feel it was effective. So Kim was still talking to her, and they were still arguing. And so Lisa got another glass and did it again. Uh, so like, so it's like one the, take. The argument wasn't not the argument was real, but it was multiple times to get that glass break and that iconic like the I whole Eileen doing beast. Like she knows it was rehearsed. She was like, yeah, I know. We we know. I mean like, that episode with Erica. The other night, Last night was she crazy. was acting she her said, ass off. She said, she said look, Dorit, look, look at me. Look at my life. Come and on. I'm like, yeah, bitch, you eating caviar look pie. At my life. You, you sitting in Kathy Hilton's home and you look, you're doing great. Like when, when people like that say, look at my, my life is just so horrible. Y'all thought that was acting? Yeah, it was acting. Oh. Erica Jane, she. I, I, there is actual, the situation is real and there's pain behind that. But 
at the same, you can multitask. You know you're on a TV show. Yeah, I mean, but she also they previously is under met. So many antidepressants. They met with I, Erica. I am aware. That, that too. It's that, a mixture of both. It's not all fake, but it's definitely not all real. They like do it's, have to it's be a mixture. with them prior to hand and say what they're doing in the episode. Like Eric, the camera ain't just. Erica don't just wake up with the camera in front of her face. Like they got a call time. Well, she that, also has a twenty-five million dollar glam squad that she is now being sued about. So, um, which she had to pay back to her husband's firm. So Erica is not waking up with a camera. I think that we think of reality in the beginning that like, oh, someone's really just following this person around. No, they have call times. They said, Erica, so today we have a dinner at um, Kathy's and there are some resolved ish- unresolved issues between like you and Sudden. So we're gonna put your place card right next to hers. Like all that's planned. Like, cause in reality, yeah. Who have you ever been mad at that you want to go sit right next to and have a scene with, like, a talk to? Yeah. Like, that's just crazy. That is they, definitely The production. camera was set up that way so they could get the right shot and get the tear, and that's why she said, Garcelle, don't, t- don't wipe my tear. Like, she needed that. Like, that's why they zoomed in on it. So it is very heavily produced, and so we just have to give respect to all of it. I think all reality is just taking a step outside, but that's why a lot of the housewives, such as famously Teresa Judice, get so upset because she's like, that was really happening to me. My ass really went to jail. But y'all still made a mockery out of it on this TV show, which I knew that's what I signed up for. However, y'all still y'all could have like gave us a break, and they didn't, because Andy said get the footage. Well, I appreciate yeah. Andy <laughs> to, to get in the footage because <laughs> it is just so good. Well, I would love <laughs> to have my core four friends back with me on. Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live. So I am going to set the arrangements and we're going back, baby. Ooh. Open bar. We're going to do it, Corey. You're going to have the best experience of your life. Uh, it's going to get litty. It's going to get lit. We're going to black out. It's going to be great. So we're going to do that very soon. And hopefully, well, we could do it for Erica, but Erica is not doing any press this season. We should pitch ourselves to be the bartender. <laughs> well, I've done that and I think Andy went to see something else. So I don't know. Well, I got something else if need be. Well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Um, you got your OnlyFans link ready to go? No, I don't have OnlyFans, and I don't have just for fans or whatever. I the know that's right, all this but you sure is. do know the links, so you've been clicking, clicking. <laughs> no, um, I know it just because it's been hot in the press. Like, are they sex work- working? Like, they are, yeah. Um, yes. Are they not? Or what's going on? Anyway. The answer well, is well, yes. Listen, and I, then they backtrack because they realize, oh, yeah, we're going to lose billions doing this. So said, yeah. show, show your hole. Not my problem. Speaking of sex work, Darrell, take us out. Well, <laughs> I wish I Hey, man, work, work is work. You got to make that money. And don't let it make you. Uh, before we go, I do want to give a shout out to, since we were talking Bravo, to Nene and Greg Leaks. Nene did lose Greg um, after a tumultuous battle with um, cancer that he had. He was 66 years old. Everyone that I've seen coming out with stories and posts says Greg was the nicest man and he never let any of the drama of the show affect his relationship with any of the other women or any other house husbands. So shout out to Nene, her family, Brett, everybody. It's very horrible. Um, also, congratulations to Carl Nassib as the first out NFL player player to be signed to a regular season roster so we're really happy for that as well and are y'all listening to the new ABBA music coming out soon? Oh my god of course I love ABBA. Super excited they're coming out with their first song and in 40 years new album which is coming this November I believe. So I can not wait. It's yeah. Gonna be good. yeah. I have loved this episode I'm so happy that we were all back together Adam thank you for joining us we can't wait to see you in person. Yes. As always you this was fun me. I missed it yes I know you did bitch I know you missed you also <laughs> missed my homemade bread that I brought mm-hmm. for the green room. I know. That's why I was like, save me a piece. We'll save you some. Or a loaf. 
Well, well, <laughs> or right. a loaf. Uh, right, a loaf. <laughs> you won't beloaf it. Uh, <laughs> that's our. Oh my god. That, that's our. We eating. still need. To, we still need to come up with that. Yeah, yeah we yeah. do. That's we so, do. That's we in do. the works. We yeah. got so, something is coming. But guys, please follow me on all social media. I am Darrell Anthony. Instagram Darrell Anthony on everything else. You can Venmo me at Darrell Anthony. Love you guys so much, and we can't wait to see you next week. And it's me, Ashley Mitchell. You can follow me at Ashley Aaron M. And you can Venmo me at Ash Aaron M. And also, I want to give a shout out to Kitchen Island Tea Podcast, my mom's podcast. So they just won the Capital City Web Awards for Best Host. They be <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> you're number one. Number one. Uh, one. Thank you for yes. well well Thank you, Anthony Anderson, for for nominating us for our um for best show. And um, you know, maybe next time I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> most important thing is always creating the space for us by us. Like mm-hmm. Fubu, Fubu, <laughs> come on, Fubu. <laughs> And I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Braden Bradley. And shout out to all the Texas women who are having their rights taken away from them by the second. Praying for you all. Yes. And I'm Adam Andrew Rios. And it was great being back. I do want to say thank you guys for that special shout out for my sister Mm. on the last app. That was really sweet. Um, And yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at box wine poppy with a zero my twitter is not safe for work mm-hmm. so just be aware of that uh, you can venmo me at adam a rios because i'm broke so <laughs> and my birthday was just like two weeks ago yeah, so, so help a brother out help a brother out okay <laughs> oh cr- and, and as always, call us at 844-25-PRIDE. We'd love to hear from you. Comments, questions, no concerns. <laughs> and no concerns. And honey, if you need fucking merch, we got it. Check out our merch on the DNR website. We have shirts. We have mugs. We have a lot of shit. You know, get your, get your bags. Get your things. Be and proud of being you. 365 days a year. Thank you guys again for tuning in to Pride the Podcast. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye.